Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this time gathered around your word. We thank you for this time where we sit in praise and awe of you. We thank you for making us who we are by your love, by the faith you plant in our hearts, and by the hope that you give us in the salvation of our souls in Jesus. And in his name we pray. Amen. You seem to find out who you are in times of crisis. I mean, think of, well, today as we film this, it's Veterans Day. 102 years ago, the ending of World War I. Just a few years before that, a time of crisis, military crisis. And any veteran of any military theater after that knows what it is to be in a time of crisis, whether it's local within the theater that you were fighting or whether it is on a national scale or maybe it's something like today with the pandemic on a global scale. Everybody walking through a time of crisis. We tend to find out who we are in a time of crisis, and it doesn't even need to be on that grand of a scale. Inside each one of our households, there are times that come up that are times of crises, whether it's a financial crisis from a bill that comes up that catches us by surprise, or maybe it's a loss of income that comes up and we have to regroup and figure out what to do. Maybe it's a relational crisis, an emotional crisis. Whatever the case may be, we tend to find out who we are in a time of crises. And in those times of crises, more often than not, we look for some sort of peace and safety. And there's voices all over the place that are going to guide us towards that. My goodness, you know, we can run to just about anything because we tend to believe that on our own we can seek some sort of peace and safety. Oftentimes it's through an escape of some sort can escape the troubles by eh, pretending they're not there. Or maybe just putting all of your trust in a particular political candidate who is going to change the nation and everything is going to be peaceful and safety and security will just be the normal every single day. Maybe it's a favorite bottle because you know there's peace down in the bottom of that bottle somewhere bottle of pills or there's even healthier escapes i mean man how many people will run away into an exercise routine that will take them full away from all the troubles on their mind and all the troubles in their heart and there will be an escape from all the worry and they will find peace and safety in the midst of running away from things in one sort of or another but we tend to find out who we are and what we seek in the midst of of these times of crises. And the Thessalonians were no different as Paul wrote to them. They were having a theological crisis for the moment. Remember last week as we talked about the verses where Paul was reminding them that those who had died in faith have not missed out on the resurrection of the dead. They have not missed out on Christ's second coming, that they are still part of the family of God, whether they have died or whether they are still alive when Christ comes back, they will be gathered together in Christ's presence. That was the crisis they were going through. Another one then that they were walking through kind of revolved around what it looked like to then be 
a person called by God to be different? What did life look like as a Christian? You know, did you just go back and do all the other things you used to do, or, or did you actually have a different motivation in life? Seeking after God's things in life, God's way in which things would be taken care of. Because we know that we can run into all sorts of things seeking our own way. A temptation flows through our hearts as well. To think, you know, in the middle of this crisis, if I just do X, everything will be all right. And again, with all that we're walking through right now with the pandemic, with, with restrictions that ebb and flow and we never are quite certain on when that time is going to change, there's, you know, thought all around on the best ways to handle things. If everybody would just mask up, everything would be okay, there'd be peace and safety. Or if we didn't listen to any of those words, everything's going to be fine anyway. And somewhere in the middle and mix of all of that is probably what needs to go on. But in the middle of these crises, we need some other word because as we search and seek out our own word in this short-term view of things, it's really hard to figure out what to do. And more often than not, when it's based upon ourselves, if we're seeking our own motivation in things or peace through our own motivation in things, we're going to probably go the wrong direction. So what do we do? What do we do like the Thessalonians were trying to figure out what to do when they hear about that day of judgment. Because that was their worry, right? This day of judgment that was going to come. Who were they when this day of judgment come? Alive or dead or Christian? Or what was it going to look like? And as Paul wrote to them, he said, look, I have no need to tell you of the times or the seasons or the things that are going on because you know that the day of the Lord is going to come in a surprising way. Yet, you are children of the day. Children of the day. Children of that day? The day of the Lord? You see, as Paul writes to them, he's reminding them who they are. And you can hear the same words of who you are. Forgiven by God. Because see, that day of judgment has come. That day of judgment is done. That day of judgment came upon Christ when he suffered God's wrath for your sins, for my sins, so that those sins would be judged and we would no longer be children of the night or in darkness anymore, but we would be children of the day, eyes wide open, being able to see the bigger picture of things, that God has judged our sins and those sins are forgiven in Christ. The trouble is when we run back to the darkness, the trouble is when we choose to have drunken eyes, blurry in sight, not seeing the bigger picture that God has laid out in front of us, that we are not appointed to God's wrath, but that we have been loved and forgiven and saved in Jesus by what he has done alone. That we are children of the day. That's who you are. Baptized into Jesus and raised in his life, you are a child of the day. You are forgiven by what he has done. So again, now what? What do we do in the middle of crises knowing who we are? If that is who we are and who God has created us to be, 
and who we are saved in Christ and forgiven in him, how does that change things at all? Well, Paul lays it out for us. He lays it out in the fact that you have your noggin all wrapped up in the hope of salvation. Your head is on straight in the fact that your focus, everything that is guiding you and leading you, everything that is protecting you is the salvation won by Jesus on the cross. That is what shapes you. And then, flowing from your heart, that breastplate, that protector plate, that thing that holds on to the core of who you are, is faith that God has given you. Love for Him first and then love for all those who are around you because you can look ahead in the day and see the bigger picture of things that God has laid out for you in His Word, that judgment has happened upon Christ, and that Christ's second coming is something to look forward to with joy and hope, knowing that He is coming again to gather together His people, whether they have died or whether they are alive, but to gather them together again in His presence. And then not only that, to stay with them in a new creation, body and soul reunited, heaven and earth reunited, so that in a very absolutely tangible way, you will live with the Lord forever, eternity. I think about the last few lines of the Nicene Creed. Now, should you ever have opportunity to say that, which we do from time to time, think about those words. I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. You confess that faith that God has given you, that you look for that day to come. You expect that day to come because you know that you are not appointed to wrath, but that you have been saved by Christ and that life is yours in the day. And when that day comes, that Christ comes back, it will be a day of celebration for you. And until that day comes, we have a word to speak. A word of encouragement to one another to remind each other who we are in Jesus. And a word of hope to give those who grieve as those who have no hope. Because we have a word of hope. A word of life. A word of forgiveness that the world will not find from anywhere else. And that word brings peace in the middle of crisis. It does not make the crisis go away, but it puts your eyes forward into the future where peace has been made before God through Christ. And that peace is certain and sure, and it is yours. Amen. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you have done for us in Jesus. The peace which you have made, and then you give to us freely. We pray, Lord, that in the middle of our crises that we would rest in that peace, knowing that you are with us in the middle of the things that are crazy. And we pray, Father, that you do not let our minds wander into the craziness of things, but you hold on to our minds wholly and completely in your grace and your mercy which you give to us in Jesus and the salvation which you have given us in him. And in his name we pray.